Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink from yesterday and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. And we are your Unlikely Housewives. Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you of believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time. Turn up the volume and let's go. Hey, housewives. So glad that you are with us yet again. Happy day. We're so thankful for you for continuing to show up or letting us show up in your podcast feed. Yes. In your AirPods, in your headphones, in your ear holes. (laughs) Um, Yes. We're just so thankful for this opportunity. And we have got an awesome topic for you guys today. But before we've got that, we just want to remind you about our giveaway that we'll be doing. Once we hit 20 new reviews, we are going to be giving a gift card away to one of our lucky review writers. And so be sure to click five stars and write a review for the Unlikely Housewives. We would so appreciate it and we'd be happy to bribe you. Absolutely. We are not above bribery. Absolutely not. That's how my parenting skills work. I was just going to say that. If you do this, (laughs) you'll get this. Or if you don't do this. This is your consequence. (laughs) Yes, very much so. And just a reminder, be sure to follow us on our Instagram, Unlikely Housewives. And we have a Facebook community page that if you haven't jumped in and joined that, we would love for you to meet us there. It is a great place to find honest and real and from others that are just like you. Absolutely. Today's topic, again, in the series, our summer series of We Believe in And, is gratitude and grief. And some may be thinking, okay, why? how do these even go together? And honestly, when we started with this topic, we had one idea in mind. And holy cow, when we started just brainstorming and praying over this, so many topics came to our mind where we have felt both emotions at the same time. And we didn't know. Sometimes we question ourselves, should I be feeling this way? Should I be feeling that way? And these two are very extreme. It could be a very high gratitude, happiness, you know, and just overwhelming sense of joy, joy. But grief can be really, really hard and painful and scary. Yet we can feel them at the same time about the same thing. And we almost shame ourselves when we should be so thankful for something. And we almost shame ourselves for feeling that grief at the same time. Like there's that level of like, I shouldn't be feeling this. I should be happy right now. No, you should quit shooting on yourself, right? <laughs> yes, Isn't that I have one? a shirt that says that. Yes. <laughs> Why is it that in every episode we both say, I have a shirt that says that? Do we like graphic tees or something? <laughs> I think we do. Can we please do one about my new graphic shirt that I have that is all the things Texas? Yes, that's <laughs> that a good is- too. Yes. So I like that one. So <laughs> next episode, Whataburger. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Texas. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was almost like when we were talking about, okay, 
like, where are some seasons that we have this? And then it was just like, okay, this season, that season, when you're doing this or when you're doing that. So we're just going to talk about a couple of them. <laughs> the whole life. Yeah. We're like almost every life change that you have. Yeah. We went all the way back to like childhoods. Yeah. And, you know, graduating high school, I remember bawling my eyes out on the day of high school graduation and people looking at me and going, what is wrong with you? I'm like, this is an end of an era. And mind you, I'm a small town girl. My graduating class was 35, maybe 36. Okay. You want to know how big my graduating class was? mm -hmm. It was 1200. Yeah. See, there's the thing. You didn't ever know half of your, I mean, three quarters of the people in your school. I'm pretty sure I didn't know nine tenths of mine. (laughs) I knew every one of them. And I think that was like the hardest part was like, Hey, we're all going off to college or onto jobs or, or moving. And this was the end of an era and you're yeah. 18 years old and you're looking ahead. And for me, I was 17. I was a young one. And you're looking ahead and going, when will I see you again? When will I, you know, again, cause I had 36, I'd been with all of them since kindergarten, same kids. We wow. were all really close. There was a couple of them. <laughs> I remember graduating and there was like a handful of them and it was actually mostly guys, oddly enough, but we were like, we all went to kindergarten together yeah. and I've known them for 13 years. Like how often can you say that when you're, I mean, you don't get to say that very often with people. Right. And I think my sadness was just grieving that that part of my life was over. But there was so much gratitude and excitement ahead going to college and moving on. But I was feeling the same thing at the same time. And I remember just being a 17-year-old kid and being so confused. Yeah. With all those feelings. Absolutely. One of the things that I learned early in my high school career, I'll say that, is a quote. And I believe it's Dr. Seuss. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. A listener, by all means, DM me and let me know. But it's don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And that just has always resonated with me in every season and every just little piece of like, not saying that you can't be sad about it, but like, you don't have to show the tears, but you can be sad. But like, there's more joy in feeling the gratitude, but you still can feel the grief. Absolutely. And that. Okay. So we talked about the life transformation, right? Transition, not transformation. Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, it could be. <laughs> it could, I think. I think the next one, you know, we talked about post college. You know, where are you going to go? You going to get a job? Both of us have a couple different experiences with that. Uh huh. I moved from a small town and went off and traveled for a year, which was amazing. But then landed in a very big city, and I think at that time I thought. Yay, this is so exciting. This is going to be incredible. But then once I was there, there was some grief of going, holy cow, what did I just do? (laughs) Yeah, because it wasn't it was an unknown. Yeah, I had. Okay, so the gratitude I had was different because when I went to college, my college was closer to my parents' house than my high school was. Mm -hmm. So there was this gratitude of I'm in college. This is an incredible life stage. But then there was that grief of what about home? I'm yeah. Well, luckily, I didn't I didn't stay at home. I that was my one stipulation. And I was like, I'm getting an apartment. Mm -hmm. But it was like this, like. Am I missing out? Am I missing out on this four year, this, the college experience? Because my college experience was totally different. Yeah. But that's one of those things where I look back and go, gosh, did I quote unquote waste those years? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I worked throughout, like I didn't do a whole lot of fun stuff during college. And I think when we're talking about these two, we're not like regrets aren't even in here. I think we're not even going to even talk about regrets of like what could have been. But that comes with the feeling. 
Right. And we do shame ourselves a little bit of going, why do I feel this way? Should I have done something different? No, the feeling that you're feeling is totally normal. (laughs) Absolutely. Had I gone away, I wouldn't have met Andrew. Like, there's no way I would have done that. So, And had I not moved to Chicago, I never would have met Chris. Yeah. Clearly, God knew what he was doing. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, speaking Speaking of... (laughs) Jinx! (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have no idea. No, but that was... That, was, just that just took us 26 episodes to do. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> the getting married. Oh, getting gratitude. married. Yeah. And grief. Yeah. Okay. Who, <laughs> who, in all honesty, who felt the, the after wedding blues? Like... You've been planning this huge event oh, yeah. for months. You've been the center of attention. Shout out to my sevens who love mm-hmm. the person, you know, being the center of attention most of the time. And then all of a sudden the wedding's over and then it's like, all right, all the parties are over. All the events are over. There's no more bachelorette. There's no showers. Mm-hmm. There more, you know, it's like, and you feel that huge sense of like, Wedding hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just this. It's all over. And it's all over. And it's and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm married. I'm married. Now look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another good one. Well, and I think that that is a part of why everybody says you've made it through the first year. You're going to do OK, because there's so many feelings that happen in that first year of marriage, working things out, figuring out how you're going to communicate Figuring out how you're going to fight. Yes, you need to figure out how you're going to fight because you're going to do okay, it. Okay, first of all, did you figure all that out in the first year? Because no, I but. have. To, okay, fine. <laughs> let me see how many years Andrew and I have been married. We've been married for uh, 14. How many other things do we know how to fight? Mm, we're better at it now. But all the things that we're figuring out, we're still figuring out. Yes, done no, it. We're all still figuring it out. But I think in that first year, those firsts of all those yes. are hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's not gratitude in that first year. There's gratitude in the first year, but it's not just gratitude. There's some grief and there's some questions and going, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Oh my gosh, do I have all my ducks in a row for this next phase of our life or whatever? Like there's so many feelings and you are going to feel them both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to mourn the life that you had as a single person. Yeah. When you didn't have Especially to- for you marrying so young. Yeah. Because it was, I was on my, I mean, only child. I had my own apartment. And then when I figured out somebody was living with me and I no longer had my space, that was a whole other like, so you don't ever leave. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I'm not sure if I like this or not. (laughs) What do you mean? So, yeah. yeah, There's a lot of feelings. And I mean, it just, it does just keep you balanced in a good way. Because if you didn't have some of those down feelings and some of those grieving moments or some of those just sad times, when you are happy and you are, you know, experiencing happiness and joy, you'd miss the part of being extremely grateful for what you've been given. You've got to have both feelings to appreciate both of them. And then before you know it, after marriage, next comes, wait, what is the in the baby baby carriage? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's another season where you're so excited to be a parent or maybe you're shocked. Yeah. Yeah. If that wasn't exactly quite your plan yet. But then you, again, it's grieving the life 
of being two people who could just pick up and go and travel and not having to worry about a babysitter and not having to worry about waking up in the middle of the night. And yeah, you're grieving the fact that you used to sleep for 10 to 12 hours straight. Exactly. (laughs) Good news is new mamas. It comes back around. You'll get back to lots of sleep (laughs) unless you get two new puppies. Yeah, that's your fault. Yeah. (laughs) And then then again, you're back in the newborn stage. Yeah. I think when you're becoming parents and you are trying to get pregnant and you're going through that, you know, just process, there is a lot of emotions too. Right. (laughs) If you're looking forward to that positive pregnancy test and it's not. Yeah. When you're in that trying phase, it is like, it is hard. It is a monthly roller coaster. Ladies, I know you know this feeling. It's that monthly roller coaster of okay, we're trying, trying, trying. I'm and, see, I'm not annoying. Test. I'm I'm that annoying person. It was month one. Yeah, I, I had that. Once. And then it was like, oh wait, uh-huh. <laughs> I had one of those too. <laughs> And then you're like, wow, that was, I had it was not all. supposed to be that easy. Yeah. I had that first try. Then I had the taken months and months and months and tried all the things and all the sticks and the watches and all the things. And nursing and breastfeeding is not birth control. Just letting you know that that's what they, nope, nope, mm-hmm. doesn't work. Nope. So, but that also becomes a, a gratitude and grieving process, like being able to nurse oh, your babies yeah. and have that joy and just knowing that you're there for them. But then the process of stopping breastfeeding, like like last baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had all the feelings. I had all the feelings. I cried leaving the hospital. Okay, I have to tell this story because this is like, it was so, so sad. So four kids, I loved being pregnant. I loved all of the baby phase. I did. And yes, we have to leave in the wheelchair. And I we had the same nurse for my fourth as we did for my first. And, oh, I get a little teary eyed even now. She was amazing. Love her. And I remember wheeling my husband wheeling me out and I'm just sitting in the wheelchair crying and she turns and looks at me and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, I'm probably one of the only moms that cries leaving because I know I'm never going to have this moment again. Oh, I know. I loved it. I loved being in the hospital. I loved those 48 hours of just me and my husband and that time with the baby And it wasn't the baby blues. It wasn't. It was just the grieving of the process of like, I'm 34 years old. This is my last baby. We're done. I'm never going to do this again. It was just the weirdest thing. And I grieved a lot through my last baby. And especially when I stopped breastfeeding and I was done. I mean, I got over it and I'm totally grateful that I had it. And I don't have any of those feelings anymore, clearly. But there are a lot of those feelings that you go through and you think, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's, it's just a part of life. <laughs> and I'll be honest. We obviously we stopped it, too. And there's still part of me that's like, oh, to do it one more time, just mm-hmm. one more time, you know, like and then it's just like, OK, well, you know, because I loved being pregnant. I didn't think I would love nursing. I but that was a process that I loved too. And it's just that. I never thought I'd love the baby stage. In in all fairness, Emsley's diaper, my oldest, was the first one I ever changed, which is insane. Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. That's why if you see pictures, and <laughs> I'll share one of them, but there's this picture of me at the hospital holding Emsley, and I swear I have the deer in the headlights look like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're letting me take this thing home. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, but I also want to say, too, just for mamas, because all mamas are going to understand this at some point, you know. You are so grateful for the blessings of your children and just all of them. But the grieving process of how much we change, it is an incredible thing to change 
emotionally, physically, mentally as mamas, but there is a lot of grief that goes with it. And I had postpartum depression after the first, but that grief came because I had expectations that I set for myself that I was going to be this natural mama. Things were going to come easy. I had loved babysitting and all these kids and it didn't. And it was hard and it was really hard on our marriage. And I was grieving. What did we do? Like love my children clearly. And (laughs) it was hard. Many, many phases through that. And there's just, it's just all part of the process. Absolutely. Okay. So a little less on the positive side on one. It's another and situation is death of a believer, Mm -hmm. a loved one. And the reason I say a believer is because there's two types of deaths. We're going to be real clear about this is that if you do not believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for your sins and that there's no other way to get to heaven except through him, then after death, there's nothing. However, if you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for your sins and that there's no other way to heaven except through him and you believe that, then you get to be in eternity and heaven with him and your loved ones who believe in that as well. So if you do not know Jesus and you don't know how that works, one, we would love for you to reach out to us, DM us, message us, Mm -hmm. comment, whatever you want, please. We would love to have that conversation with you because that definitely is something that both Tracy and I are extremely passionate about because we want everybody, one, to be with us in heaven. But all that to say is that when you have a death of a loved one, one, your gratitude for their life on Mm -hmm. earth. Yeah. And the grief is for us. Because we're sad because we're going to miss them, which really in in the scheme of things is the blink of an eye and span of eternity. Right. Right. But the gratitude is, is that one, we know we'll see them again and we know where they are and they are at the feet of Jesus and they are having the time of their lives. They are not experiencing pain anymore. They are not experiencing anything negative and weakness or war, any of the things. And so that's amazing. And so there's definitely both of those feelings. However, on the flip side, when somebody that we love and that we care about and that we cherish here on earth and we don't know their belief Mm -hmm. and whether they truly accepted Jesus, then honestly, there's just grief Mm -hmm. because that's there's that feeling of not knowing. There's that feeling of like, Will I get to see them again? And while this is a little bit more on the serious and side, we wanted to share this one because it's a part of life circumstances. Absolutely. And even as a child in losing, I mean, I didn't understand as much as a child when you're losing loved ones. You're trying to see people crying, people laughing, people happy. Like you're trying to understand what all those feelings are, you know, and as you get a little bit older now, I clearly can can see and feel all of those emotions, but it's different because when you've lost the loved ones, when you're younger, you didn't know this and you didn't have the answers to those questions of where did grandma and grandpa go? Yeah. And I feel it heavily for my dad's side of the family. Like my dad didn't come to Christ until my mom. Mm -hmm. And then I know my my mom's side of the family, her mother and my great grandmother, Esther, she was at a Billy Graham revival. Mm -hmm. So like there's there's that thing, too. And so I one, it does 
make knowing and being aware, right? Being aware is the thing that we have to consider is that what kind of conversations are we having with people? Mm-hmm. What kind of conversations? And I love that my girls are their VBS this week is talking about the mission of sharing Jesus with others and just like, have you told anybody? And it's an awkward conversation, people. It's so awkward. You have never felt a dry mouth, a lack of words (laughs) until you have decided you're like, oh my God, I should talk to them about Christ. I should talk to them about Jesus. I should ask them what they believe. You have never felt your mouth so dry in your entire life or your throat clench up like you have in that moment. And it never changes. It doesn't matter how often you talk to people that way. Like you could talk to your taxi driver. It does not matter who you're talking to. Your throat is still because it's it's awkward. Yeah. But there's so much. Oh, my gosh. So much joy and relief in just I don't have a word for it. When you see how God orchestrated your relationship with someone in watching them come to know Christ. Like it is so incredible. Yeah, it really is. But yes, those journeys, that is one we want to talk about because we know people have experienced losing a child, losing a loved one, losing a, you know, grandparent. And it is something that we want you to think about. And we want you to, you know, that's our, what we know we're called here to do is to share. And we want you to, when you're in the middle of those feelings of gratitude and grief, ask yourself that question. Do I truly know and love Jesus? And is this something that I need to talk more about? Okay. So a couple more quick ones of gratitude and grief. We have not experienced this yet, but we have watched people go through this. Yep. And we have some friends who are around us and walking through this season, but it is when you watch your kids graduate high school Mm -hmm. and move on and you become an empty nester. There is going to be a lot of gratitude and grief in that phase and watching. First for the pay raise. (laughs) Once you get your kids off the payroll, I hear that's amazing. Yes. Yes. But just that whole being so grateful and having that high and gratitude feeling of my kids are young man, young woman going out on their own, truly beautiful, watching all the work that you've put into and watching them go be, you know, who God calls them to be. Yet you're left at home as an empty nester. And that I can't even imagine what that feeling is going to be like, but I know it's going to be here in a blink of an eye. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know how I'm going to feel because believe me, like I have all these plans. I mean, I almost have a kids get out of the house bucket list. Okay. Like this, and these are all the places I'd like you to take me. Andrew, let's travel the world. Right. I want him to be retired. I want all the things and I want our girls to want to come back and see us. Yeah. But I, you know, there's so much I can only imagine what that season's like. Yeah. I so. think it feels heavy and exciting all at the same time. Yeah. And we have already seen it, that hashtag 18 summers. Yes. <laughs> Summer gives us the feeling of, yay, school's out, you know, or the opposite. We've talked about yes. this. <laughs> Maybe you're not so excited. Where I, I'm experiencing grief when she's experiencing gratitude. Right. And, and then she, at the end of the summer, like, I'm going to have grief. And I'm going to have the gratitude. I'm like, yep. That's just it. And both feelings are totally okay. Absolutely. You know, and when you look at it like 18 summers, you've only got 18 summers with your kiddos before they move. Often they are in the midst of their own things. A level of me that also wants to believe like if you raise your kid right, 
You're going to have so much more than 18 summers. Yes, of course. Absolutely. It's just that embrace now. Yeah. And enjoying enjoying each summer and not dreading the summer away. Mm-hmm. And kick myself in the pants. Like talking to yourself. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> just like hint, hint, well, Tori, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Little did we know when we recorded our first one and I was like, woohoo, summer. And then like a week later, a kid breaks his arm and then a week later, another kid breaks his arm. So my summer of sunshine has, you know, been a little detour, but yeah, I still have lots of gratitude that I have healthy kids and they're happy and we have waterproof casts. Yay! Because <laughs> where are the days? We were talking about your husband saying that. It, yes. When the days the garbage were, bags. The garbage <laughs> bags, the Ziploc bags that you had to take a shower with right. and all those things too. Yep. So that's, it's a whole different world for our kids. They have nothing. I mean, remember the days when we had to rewind our cassette tapes with oh a pencil? Gosh. And sit through commercials? I know! They like, have it so easy. They do. Like, my kids don't know the difference between watching something that's streaming and something that is like we're like record they're like can't you skip this ad no i know and they call them ads <laughs> not even commercials. commercials i'm like oh children i know well so. i loved that you sent me the picture of you and your body cast and wagon to show my kids how much worse it could be that is also true yes <laughs> yeah, so there's support so what, there. what were the reactions <laughs> oh my gosh well first of all they're like what is this a picture <laughs> Because it's so like, oh, yeah. like brown and like it's a picture. Old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the record, my mom scanned those. Okay, That's awesome. <laughs> your kids also probably don't know what a scanner is either. Right? I don't know if they do. Yeah, she scanned those and emailed them to me, and they're like, "What? <laughs> she can just text them?" Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, and they couldn't believe it. I was like, "Yep, she had a full body cast and had to be pulled around in a wagon." Uh-huh. And you guys still can go have fun and go to a movie and swim and do all the things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so let's there's just be their- great. Exactly. <laughs> Next time that Parker's complaining or yeah. about something, I can't blame my guess. And you'd be like, would you like to see the body cast again? I know, right? <laughs> just like to show you this body cast. I know. Like, just remind them what yeah. could be way worse. So... All right, housewives. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. We are so grateful. No grief here. Yeah. So no, grateful for you guys being You might be here. grieving that this episode is over <laughs> and that you have to wait a whole, whole nother week. week for the next one. <laughs> but we are so thankful. We want you to just check in with yourself and your summer and how you're feeling and in all the life phases. Just revisit those experiences and realize that, hey, the gratitude you had or the grief you had are acceptable and understood and validated so absolutely and one more time i'm gonna just remind you to write a review yes please so we can have some more to read this coming fall we would love that from you guys and when you write a review it honestly helps the algorithm the podcast algorithm so more mamas who are feeling like you're feeling can find us and see us and then too Find our community on Facebook, the Unlikely Housewives podcast community, and follow us on Instagram. My handle is shira, and Tracy, yours is Tracy.Stein. All right, you guys, we will see you here next week. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated, bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow and living in who you were made to be today. Join our online community on Facebook, link in the show notes, and be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, free, and to be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.